Welcome to the BU Show. Here's uh, eight critical traits to lead as a positive leader. Number one, um, leaders drive positive cultures. And that's the one that I really want to focus on, right? Because cultures, the culture that we have, the culture that you create within your community, it drives expectation and it drives beliefs of what's possible. And so, you know, the expectation is about raising the standard. It is about showing up early, staying late. It is about um, being in it for uh, the right reasons, right? It is about um, being more we than I. You know, uh, one of the things that I've been very aware of for the last 10 years is that um, anytime communicating success, I always try to give the success to other people and I don't try to hand wash it. And what, what I mean by hand wash it is if you're going to give a true compliment that you're truly grateful for other people, don't bring it back to your success. Give them the credit. Right. Um, but positive leaders drive cultures and those expectations and beliefs will drive the behaviors of the community. Right. And the behaviors of the community drive the habit and drive the meaning behind what it is that you're doing. So it all starts with the culture that we are creating together. Notice I didn't say I'm creating or this group is creating. No, it's, it's it all starts to drive through the organization. It all starts with us creating that and identifying it. So it has to be from a positive standpoint. It has to be something that's bigger than any of us. It has to be from light. It can't be from dark. Um, trait number two, positive leaders create and share that positive vision, right, of what is possible and where it's going at all different seasons. Number three um, is leading with belief. Um, you know, and I think that that's so important to instill uh, as people are growing, is people are going to identify the belief that you have in yourself and others, uh, the belief in the company. Um, that's why I think it's always important that we take ownership. Positive leaders take ownership. And that po- responsibility comes from, um, you know, believing in what you're doing and then, and then, Uh, taking responsibility for it. So um, I think positive leaders are able to transform that. They're able to confront um, and remove negativity. Some people avoid conflict, but if you don't avoid conflict, it it could become toxic, right? Um, Conflict isn't bad if you move through it and get rid of it. Um, And so I think positive leaders, uh, they lean into getting through uh, conflict uh, to get a positive resolution. Uh, positive leaders also create a united and connected team. And this is something I want you all to just, I want you to just self-examine. Are you creating unity? Or are you creating division based on your attitude? Positive attitudes create unity. Are you creating unity with the community? Are you creating unity between each other? Are you creating unity within your own groups? Or are you too competitive? Are you jealous? Are you operating out of insecurity? Are you operating out of scarcity? Are you operating out of ego? You know, sometimes ego can create separation, too. Um, You know, but I can tell you right now that um, you have to have a team. You have to have support. The thing I want to encourage all of you is to drive united fronts, connected teams. Um, Positive leaders also uh, pursue excellence. And I think that sometimes excellence scares some people. Um, It doesn't mean that there's not room to fail. Failure is what gives you the ability to excel. Uh, Someone asked me a question the other day on on, um, uh, you know, how you deal with success or how you're successful. What, and anybody that gives a canned answer and they think success, success is about your failures and about what you're able to learn from. And, and the height of what you can reach is about your ability uh, to continue to uh, 
to solve bigger problems, right? And so uh, positive, positive leaders are able to lead um, through excellence and set a new standard of excellence. And finally, I think the last two would be leading with purpose. You know, if your purpose is all about money and your own self-gratification, um, you might have some temporary success. You might make a lot of money, but I'm going to tell you in the long haul, I'll give you an example. One of those talented guys I've learned from, he used to take me to school every day when I was in eighth grade. When I got into network marketing, he's the first person I wanted to recruit. He was in the top 10 income earners with Excel. He was four years older than me, but one of the most dynamic, charismatic leaders, um, you know, 24 years old, he was making a couple million dollars a year. Um, and I had the ability to work closely with him after that. Um, and he had this ability to pull people in and he had this charisma of being able to just, he's just big. However, it was always about him. It was always about his ego. Now he was, he was polished enough to turn it to where a lot of people thought it was about them. Right. But if you listen to his language, it always came back to, I'm tired of talking about me. You talk about me. I'm tired of talking about, I talk about, I, and, um, and he forget he forgot to really honor the ones that that believed in him, and he believed in them. Um, and today, I know where he is. I know what he's doing. But he he's lost so much value. He's made millions of dollars, but when I say value, the value of the relationships and the value of the quality of people that he had around him that 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 he let go because he he was always he was never growing where he was planted. He was always looking at where he wasn't and he devalued the ones that believed in him the most. Does this make sense? It's kind of like the butterfly effect. And I just look back at his life and I'm thinking to myself, man, he had so much at his fingertips that he ever realized the value that he had. And the value wasn't in the cash that he was, the checks that he was cashing. The reason I think network marketing right now is suffering from um, I mean, I, I understand a lot of numbers around our industry, how many startups are starting, how many startups are starting and fail, or they go 90 days, or they go a year. But every single one of these leaders are promoting it the same way. You know, it, it's for those of you that, that know me well, you know that, that I hate the guru mentality that our industry creates and the glorification of the guru. Not to honor everyone that's made success as an example of what can be done. Um, however, you know, for sometimes I believe it's just so toxic or it creates such a imbalance in, in perspective of what's truly valuable. Um, but I, I think that, you know, the days of like just being all, listen, don't misunderstand me. Business is about money. So I'm, I'm being very clear with this. But however, there is more awareness in the world now that, that what, is your purpose? How are you leading? And I think that if, if it's all about money, there's a million ways to make a million dollars, right? I mean, listen, I have a lot of friends that make a lot of money and some of them do it, but it's a, it's a constant churn, right? And they're, 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 they're finding ways to pick people's pocket, get 25 out of them for this, get 25 grand out of them for this, to do this, get three grand out of them for this, this, do that. But like that at some point will become exhausted. Meaning you will exhaust that, right? Is, you have to do something with purpose and that purpose is what's going to allow you to always drive into positivity. And hopefully the purpose that you're leading with is a positive purpose on, on earth. And then finally, um, positive leaders have grit. And, you know, I think that, um, to, to, to think that where you want to go, if you want to build something that lasts, is just going to be easy. Um, and you're not going to have 
you're not going to have challenges. You're not going to have opportunities to look yourself in the mirror. Um, it starts with yourself, meaning you're not pushing yourself hard enough. And if you don't go through different discoveries of your consciousness, look, Tony Robbins has a, a program called Date with Destiny. And the entire program is built off a book called Applied Semantics. It's one of the hardest books to read. Um, but it's all about it's all about evolving into different levels of consciousness. And like what drives me today is at a different level of consciousness in the way I show up than I did even 10 years ago. Does this make sense? Because we evolve as human beings. And, and hopefully that if you guys are pushing yourself, you're going to have the grit to get through the ups and the downs and the grit to actually face yourself in the mirror, face your demons and grow. The minute that everyone is comfortable in where they're at, you lose the grit, you lose the edge to go into another level. So I would just ask yourself to be your best boss, worst boss, and ask yourself right now, where is your grit? How hungry are you? Where is your burning desire? You know, how bad do you want to do something that matters? How bad do you want to use your purpose as a fuel? You know, what is the, the burn inside of you to pursue a different level of excellence for yourself, for your family, for your kids, for your grandkids, for the community, for other people you don't know? What is it that is going to transform you know, your ability to confront the negativity in your life or your past patterns to erupt into this new light of positivity that you can spawn and go to seed with. Go, go to seed means give it everything you have. So then you spin off more of what you are, right? You know, what, what is going to be that driving force that gives you a greater level of belief to take more action than you've ever taken and love it, but never lose sight of where you came from and who you are because it all stacks, right? And, you know, do you have a bigger vision for yourself today than you did yesterday? Um, you know, and then what is the culture that you're creating within yourself, within your family, within your household, you know, within the community? And how are you contributing to a unified culture within the community, within a brand? I didn't understand that until other people's livelihoods that had children were dependent on my decisions, right? Um, and that's the greatest test of us as individuals and as as true contributing leaders and entrepreneurs is, do we have an awareness that, you know, it takes a tribe of people um, to get something done, right? And it's not just about sales. It, it, you know, every component works together. Um, and I don't think there's any one component that's greater than another. And so my point is to say in all that is really focus in on what are those traits do you have? What are the gaps? What are you doing to close your gaps? And, you know, half the battle is just having the awareness. And again, I'm saying a lot of these things for myself as a reminder to myself of doing more of the things that I know, right? Um, and that's just what I would encourage you guys is that, listen, once you know what you stand for, decisions are easy to make, right? When your culture dictates your decisions, then you're in the right path to positive results. You know, I've seen companies that they had long, hard falls and people thought, but they, they, they always eroded from the inside out. Families erode from the inside out. Communities erode from the inside out when they aren't focused on that positivity and those eight, eight character traits. And so um, as a positive leader, listen, you can't just show up one way and talk another way, right? Or you can't talk about one way. You have to lead the way and show up that way. And so let me know what you think about that. Uh, this is sincere from, from my heart as I appreciate each and every one of you.